Well, praise the Lord. I'm so glad you are all here today. Um, and I'm so thankful we're, we're walking through this class of learning how to become a master level leader because that's what we desire to be in this church. And I'm so glad that you, you just showing up here is saying, hey, I desire to be a master level leader and whatever, whether it's business, whether it's in ministry, wherever it is in your life, whether it's in your family, um, wherever it is, you're saying, hey, I want to be, I want to grow as a leader. I want to become better. And so that's what we're talking about. That's the journey we're on. And um, I'm thankful for Pastor Ben to do that. And today I'm really excited because we are talking about one of the most important leadership principles that there is. It's, it's super important. And, and today I have the honor and privilege of, of you know, kind of sharing that with you today. And the leadership principle is based on the seed principle. It's a principle of the authentic and the synthetic. Because, I mean, how many of you know that there's the authentic, which is the God-made, God-ordained, God-breathed, you know, it's, it comes from God, and then there's the man-made, which is the synthetic, which is the fake, it's from human effort, from the flesh, you know, that's what we're talking about today. And the whole, the whole message, is kind of the whole thing we're talking about is based on Psalm 127.1, and that says, unless God builds the house, unless God builds the house, the work of the builder is wasted. And that's the God-made, catch, unless God builds it, the work of, of the builder is wasted, it's nothing. You know, unless God builds it. And then John fifteen five says, Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Nothing. We can do nothing apart from God. And if we try to build our lives, build our, our ministries, build our jobs, our families, you know, on our own efforts, you know, we can't do it. It's not going to last. It's not going to stand the test of time unless God does it, unless you get God behind it you're really you're going to be missing out. So there's two types of ministries, two types of leadership that we're going to be talking about today. And that's the authentic and the synthetic. I'm going to say it many times, and I'll say it again here in a minute. But, you know, the synthetic is the man-made. Synthetic is like fake flowers. They look good on the outside. They're beautiful. But, you know, they may even draw some bees. Let's say a honeybee flies by, sees a flake flower. It'll, it'll be drawn to that. It'll go to it. When it gets there, there's no pollen, no nectar, no sustenance, no sweet smell. And that's what we're talking about. That's the synthetic. And there's synthetic ministries, sadly enough, today. And then there's authentic ministries. And on our, on our journey to becoming master-level leaders, on our journey to defining what it is to be one of those, we've got to learn to decipher what's authentic and what's synthetic, what's man-made, what's God-made. And so that's kind of what we're talking about today. And in Galatians 4.23, it, it mentions this. It talks about, um, talks about Abraham's attempt to to do what God has promised to do on his own efforts through, his, you know, through a different route than the way that God had promised. And in Matthew 4.23, he's talking about, it says, the son of the slave, is talking about Isaac and Ishmael here, the son of the slave wife was born in a human attempt to bring fulfillment of God's promise because God promised Abraham he'd make him the father of many nations that he would give him into a land. But he thought, you know, Sarah's so old, she, how she can't bear any kids, so he... He went ahead and he produced Ishmael with a slave woman um, of his wife's. And so she produced Ishmael. And that was Abraham's attempt at, at to, do, to fulfill God's promise. He went ahead of God and tried to do it on his own. But God's promise says, But the son born of, of the freeborn wife was born as God's own fulfillment of his promise. And this is the Ishmael versus the Isaac. And God loved them both. And there's, you know, he, he made them both a nation. But the promise was fulfilled through Isaac. Okay, so there's, there is that authentic that God made. That's what we as a church, we here at the Gateway Church, we want to strive for that authentic promise. We want to wait on the Lord. We want to let the Lord do it. And, 
and have God's fingerprints all over it. Because if we do it on our own, it becomes synthetic. It's out of our own power, our own strength, and it will fail. It won't be what God has, has promised us. It won't be as good. You know, God loved them both. Because everything that is born of flesh is flesh. Isn't that right? Anything born of flesh is flesh. It is man-made. It is synthetic. But anything born of the Spirit is spirit. It's God-made. That's the authentic. And that's what we're shooting for here. That's what we're hoping you guys are getting out of this class. We want to train you up and to walk you along into becoming the authentic, you know, God-breathed leaders that God has called you to be. You know, it's like wool. Wool and cotton, they're God-made, right? But, but like polyester, that would be the synthetic. Okay, and it's, you know, it's cheaper, it's, you know, it may have a little bit of pizzazz, like, like the flowers, it's pretty, it's appealing sometimes, but it's shallow, it's cheap, it's not worth, it's like fool's gold. Fool's gold looks shiny, and it's beautiful, you know, when you first look at it, but it has no value. There's zero, none value in it, and that's what we're talking about. And there's ministries out there that look polished, that look pretty, and there's leaders out there who do seem like they have it all together, but when you get close to them, you look at them, they have no value. And so we don't want to become those kind of leaders. We want, you know, stuff that comes from God. You know, we, we don't want, you know, a ministry that's built on my thinking, my good ideas, my own efforts. We want it to come straight from the throne room of God, fresh, God-breathed ministry. You know, it's, it's not something that I want to do on my own. <clears throat> so there's a way to test this. Because sometimes, like I said, it's hard to tell. You may be drawn, you may be lured, but there's a way to test whether a ministry is God-made, God authentic, or man-made, synthetic. There's a way to test it. And the way to test it is this. They talk about it in Matthew 7, 15 through 20. Then again in twelve thirty-three, and then Psalm 1, 1 through 2. Okay, Matthew seven fifteen through 20 says, A good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit so every tree that doesn't produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire and then i like this last part it says yes just as you can identify a tree by its fruit so you can identify people by their actions right so you can take a look at people by their fruit by their actions and you can tell what kind of person are they are are they authentic are they synthetic are they Doing stuff, are they on their own, you know, doing stuff on their own strength, or are they, you know, sent by God, ordained by God, and, and seeking the Lord? Are they authentic? You know, the test of the authentic is in the fruit. Am I right? It is. Like a pear tree, they'll produce pears. An apple tree will produce apples. A cherry tree will produce cherries, okay? You're not going to get an apple from a cherry tree, you know? That's what, what it is. That's what it's going to come out. You know, God, God gave us a command in Genesis 1.22. One of the first commands, not the first, but one of the first commands God gave us in Genesis 1.22 was to be fruitful and multiply. And, and in this it can be found a characteristic of the authentic. And, and it, it can do something that the synthetic can't do. And it's found there you know, where God says, hey, be fruitful and multiply. Because the authentic is both productive and reproductive. It means it can reproduce itself. Like a flower that's fake cannot rep reproduce another fake flower. Two mannequins cannot make two, a baby mannequin. Okay? It's just that the synthetic cannot reproduce itself in others. But, a, but you know, if it's God-breathed and God made it, it can reproduce itself. It can, you know, so that's one way to tell. 
is, is by the fruit, and if, it's, you know, if it can be productive, is it reproducing itself? The only repro- reproductive trait that a synthetic ministry would have is that it produces, like, a wolf can look like a wolf, or look like a sheep, dress like a sheep, smell like a sheep, but when it reproduces, what's going to come out? A sheep, or a wolf is going to come out, not a sheep. And you can tell because it's a wolf. You can look at it. And synthetic, well, it'll only reproduce what it is. Because, you know, the sad thing is, is I could preach and I could teach and I could tell people as much as I want, but they're only going to, I can only produce what I am. Okay? I can only reproduce, you know, what's inside of me. If I'm a wolf, I can only reproduce wolves. And that's a principle, that's a kingdom principle that's in effect in, our, in, in today. And, and you, can, you can judge people by that. You can say, hey, their fruit isn't right. You know, they're producing wolves, they're not producing sheep. Okay? And so that's a characteristic is you can, you can tell by the fruit. And, and, and synthetic ministries cannot reproduce themselves like the authentic can, like the God kind of ministries can. So I want to give you some more characteristics. I'm going to go through them pretty quick, so get your pencils ready. I'll try to go, try to let you keep up. But one of the characteristics of the authentic and synthetic is the synthetic ministry or synthetic people always persecute the authentic. That's a characteristic trait. It will always imitate, persecute, it will accuse. You know, it will say, hey, they, they might know they can't do what the authentic can do, so they'll start to criticize. You know, it will always persecute the synthetic or, or always persecute the authentic. Okay? Number two is the synthetic. Synthetic is after the flesh. It is after... But the authentic is after the promise of God. You know, the, the synthetic craves the desires of the flesh. They crave what, what is flesh. But the authentic, it, it craves, it desires the promise of God. You know, and the synthetic, it hears the word, but the authentic performs the word. The synthetic mainly hear the word, but the authentic, they put it into action. They act upon it. The synthetic thrives on approval of man, but the authentic thrives on the approval of God. You know, it seeks after God's approval. It's not looking to please men. It's not looking to tickle somebody's ears. The, the authentic, it only strives, it only wants to please the Lord. You know, and the synthetic seems to gain, gain strength from men. And the authentic waits on the Lord for strength. That's, that's our, it's our rock. He's our cornerstone. That's why when we're singing that song, I'm like, yes, God, you are our cornerstone. You are our foundation to stand on. You know, that's where we need to draw our strength. Not on our own efforts. Not on what we can do as men. But, but on the Lord. You know, in the synth- synthetic, it will start many things, but it will finish few. Right in that, right? And the authentic preser- perseveres through what God has called them and sees it through to the end. So, the, so the, the synthetic, it'll start stuff, it'll be a good starter, but it's not a good finisher. The authentic finishers, it finishes out, it, stop, it does what God has called them to do. And that's a characteristic. Okay? The number eight is the, the synthetic answers, question, answers questions no one is asking and works on projects that benefit nobody. They're spinning their wheels. They're not doing what God has called them to do. But the authentic it speaks fresh words from God and works on fruitful projects and works on what God has put in their heart, the God dreams. Number nine is, it, is the synthetic. It promises much but delivers little. In the... In the the authentic, it promises sparingly, but delivers more than it promises. You know, it will always over, under-promise and over-deliver. And then the synthetic is full of activity and hard work, but has no results. And the authentics work towards specific goals and has productive results. 
So it, it's God-minded. It has God goals, and they, they, you know, they produce results. And then the last one is the synthetic is full of superstition about people's good luck. Good luck. Like, hey, he's in the right place at the right time. He's only there because of this. And, you know, I, I'm never in the right place at the right time. But the authentic has a sense of destiny that it was God's ordained plan. It, it stands on what God has ordained it to be. So I want to, I want, so we're talking about authentic and synthetic. How do you become authentic? That's a good question. I'm glad you asked. It says, I told you that the most important leadership principle is based on the seed. It's the seed principle. Why? Why did I say that? Well, it's because every authentic ministry starts with the seed that is planted. Okay? You, and, and catch this, guys. Matthew, Matthew 13, 31 says, The kingdom of heaven lights is like a seed. Here's the principle that's so important. This is why it's so vital. And, and, and I'm so happy I get to teach this to you today because in John 12, 24, it says, I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat is planted in the soil and dies, okay, unless it's planted in the soil and died, it remains alone. It remains a single seed, okay? It remains alone. But its death will produce many new kernels and a plentiful harvest of new lives. You know, before I come to the Gateway Church, I had to plant... My, what, what my dreams and my hope and my vision, I planted it in a different ministry. I didn't, you know, I wasn't out there filling out applications and looking for a job all over the place because I wasn't. You know, I was planting my seeds. I took my, my dreams, my hope, and I planted it into somebody else's ministry, into um, a ministry called SPIN. Now, I served under Pastor Josh. I wanted to make his dreams come true. And, and instead of going around and, and, you know, interviewing all over the place and trying to hunt people down, I said, you know, I want to make his dreams come true. I want to plant my life in his ministry. You know, I drove a bus and picked up 25 kids every night and did a 100 miles round trip. I set up chairs. I, I did tear down and set up. You know, I led a small group, and I, I did that. I just full-flung myself into his ministry and making that work. And I know that Pastor Ben did the same thing. You know, he didn't start off, you know, trying to accomplish his goals. He started planted his ministry into somebody else's and said, I'm going to die to myself and live to make their goals come true. And God honors that. That's a seed. And I remember um, I served with Spin up until the day I left to come to Gateway Church. I was at their youth retreat, and I served, and then I left there early in the morning and came here and started my first day here at Mount Hope or at, at, um, at the Gateway Church. And, and I remember my, that pastor that I served, he prayed for me. He says, you know, Pete, may the, the seeds that you have planted in my ministry, may you reap in your ministry, the seeds of being faithful, working and stuff. And that stuck with me and that blessed me. And, and I can honestly say that I have awesome leaders who are doing that, like Jason and, and Bonnie and Larry and Dominica and, and some of the other leaders that I have that I'm very blessed, like my wife. And um, that all starts with a seed. So all authentic ministries start as a seed that's planted. Okay, you don't just go off on your own and start planting a church without being sent by another church. That's a, you're just going and not being sent. You need to start off with there. And Jesus was God's seed sent to the earth, wasn't he? You know, because Jesus came and he died and he was planted in this soil, every Christian from every walk of life is the fruit of that seed that was planted. We're all here because of what Jesus did, and it was a reproduction of that. And he died to himself, and he died and became many instead of staying, you know, staying to itself and being one. You know, we are the fruit. You know, so we want to be that. And, and that's why this seed principle is so important. And I hope you guys, if you walk away with one thing, you walk away with, okay, I need to plant a seed. I need to be, you know, kingdom-minded and plant seeds 
into, into the ministries. And, and out of those seeds that I plant, I'm going to reap a harvest. Because it's, you know, you reap what you sow kind of thing. You know, you plant a seed and you get a harvest. If you hold that seed and you never plant it, it's only one thing. It's only one little seed. But if you plant it in the ground, it, it can be, you know, a forest, a field. It can reproduce. You know, and that's what we want to be. You know, so unless you die to something... You, you, you won't have life. You need to become a seed and die to yourself and, and be alive in what Christ has called you to do. And I'm going to give you three steps that you can be authentic. That was number one, was plant a seed. Plant a seed of your time, plant a seed of disciplines, plant a seed of hard work, or, but most importantly, plant the seed of your life. You know, that was number one. Three ways to become authentic. One, plant a seed. Number two is on how to become a synthetic or authentic is to let that seed grow. You know, you can limit how much you can grow by, by your environment. You know, if you put a pumpkin in a jar, that pumpkin will only grow as big as that jar will let it. It'll, you know, you can contain it. You can stun its growth. Just like a goldfish, you can take a teeny goldfish and put it in a little fish bowl, and that, that fish, that goldfish will stay little. But if you take that same fish and you throw it into a big pond or a big river, those things can get to be a foot long. You know, a lot of people don't know that, but they can grow very large if they're in the right, right area, right place to to grow but you have to let it grow you can't contain it you have to you know be good and and it's so true like with our church I appreciate Pastor Ben's heart because he knows that a church you know can grow so big and and he's looking he's he's looking ahead he sees the future saying hey you know God has has called this church to grow he knows you know we're on a good path then to do that we have to expand we have to grow we have to build we have to do stuff because God won't let you grow bigger than your fishbowl you know what I'm are you guys tracking with me you know, and if you think that, that that's not what God has called us to do, then you, you should look around and see what's going on lately. God is causing us to grow. God is doing that. And, and to do that, like, the more we prepare for that, the more we give it an environment to grow, the more it will grow. You know, and that's what God's doing in our church today, and I'm thankful, thankful for that. Okay? And, and let's talk about the third thing. Is, is to keep Jesus as a source of your growth. In Psalm, like I said, Psalms 127.1 says, Unless the Lord builds the house, the builder's work is in waste. So we have to keep Jesus as our center, as our foundation. And that's the third and final, one of the most important keys to, to becoming a master level leader, to, to growing, to getting where God has called us to do, is keep Jesus at the center of that. He's our cornerstone. He's our foundation. He's our everything. And if, you, and if Jesus is not there at the center, then you are probably not authentic. You're probably synthetic, man-made. You're doing it on your own, and you're seeking to, to accomplish things by your own, your own abilities. And, and I know all of you in here know that you are not good enough. You cannot measure up. You cannot see far enough ahead to do what God has called you to do. You have to get that God word. You have, to, you have to have Jesus at the center leading you at the helm because you don't know what's in the future. You don't know what's ahead. But Jesus knows, God knows, and he has a plan. And so if you get on that plan, nothing can stop you. You will be unstoppable. You will be able to go where God has called you, do what God has called you to do, and be successful and fruitful, and you will multiply yourself into others, like, like disciple them. You know, it's like, it's like this, and, and this is how we'll close. And I, and I heard Pastor Dave, um, a pastor that I was under a long time ago, he, he said it like this. He says, it's like fireworks going up in the air on 4th of July. How many of you have seen a, a pretty sweet 4th of July show? Okay, so they start shooting off fireworks, and they're like, boom, bang, crash, and they're beautiful, they're gorgeous, okay, but it's only for a minute. 
And so you get this big flash, this big light, and then they'll shoot off the grand finale, and it's, it's amazing, and it looks good, and everybody's, you know, marveled, okay? But when those ashes fall, when the smoke clears, you look up in the sky, there's the authentic moon and stars that God's made. It might not be as flashy in the, in the, you know, on the front end, but it's, it's eternal. It lasts forever. It's God's glory. And we want to be like the stars. We don't want to be like a flash in the pan, something that's bright and flashes and then fades and is gone. We want to be set in the stars like the authentic, beautiful creation of God that we are. And that's what God's calling you to be. That's where you're headed. That's why you're here. And I believe God's going to do that for you. So I want to go ahead and close in prayer, and I'll turn you back over to Pastor Ben. Father God, I thank you. For, for showing us, giving us the Bible and giving us different tools to know the difference between the authentic and the synthetic God, you, the, the God-made and the man-made, Lord. I pray that each one of us here, Lord God, would dedicate in our hearts to become authentic, God, that we would hunger for that, Jesus. I pray that we would just look to be genuine believers of God who reproduce themselves in others, who make disciples, who preach the good news, who are standing upon the principles of your word. Lord, I pray that you lead us, direct us, and guide us, and help us to grow in our abilities as leaders, as Christians, as fathers, as mothers, as teachers, as students, Lord God, as businessmen. Lord, I pray that you lead us through, God, and you would be the center. You, we would let you do it, God. We don't want to do it on our own abilities, God. We want to yield to you. We want you to take control, God, and we give you that control, Father God. We humbly come before you and ask you to take control, God, and we thank you for where you're leading us, what you have for each and every person in this room or listening to this CD, Lord. I pray that you bless them and be with them. In Jesus' precious name, amen.